Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Highland League podcast. I'm Sean McCangus and this week I spoke to goal machine Cammy Keith. He talked about starting out at Keith as a youngster um, and his big money move to for Martin as well as all things Highland League from playing under Steve Patterson to getting a bottle of whiskey every time he scored a hat-trick at United. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Make sure you subscribe for future interviews. No, right back when I was at Dice Boys Club when I was under 14s is, is when I started getting an affiliation with Keith and started playing for like the, the, the under 15s team at the time and then under 17s and then myself and Jamie Lennox kind of um, graduated in the, in the first year around the same time. Um, I think made my debut when I was like 16 or 17. Um, and then my first full season with the team was, was when I was 18. Um, played like um, you know a decent amount of games. I got 10 goals, but also on the bench and stuff a, a lot as well. But then the, the sort of second season, my that was when I kind of really hit it off. I was, when I was 19, um, I stopped scoring the Highland League that year. And we won the, we won the treble and the league and Highland League Cup um, and also the Aberdeenshire Shield. Um, so that was kind of the start of it. And that's when I went to, um, after that season's when I went to America um, for a couple of seasons. So um, what was it like um Playing in in, in America with the football scholarship over there. Yeah, it was it, it was amazing. It, it was just just before it went away that me and Jamie had been down to, to Nottingham Forest for trials for for a week, and we didn't get um, offered a offered a contract. And I knew it had been kind of offered this um, football scholarship as well. So I kind of had a decision to make. I had two full seasons with Keith in the first team at this point. Um, and it was looking like, you know, the, the full-time dream uh, of football back home in the UK maybe wasn't going was to come to anything. And I knew I had this, this offer of two years of, of full-time football in the States. So I decided to go for it. And, you know, it was, the, it was probably the best decision I ever made because it was, you know, amazing playing it there for one of the, the top teams in the country. And it was a great standard of football. You know, we're playing in front of 3,000 every home game. Um, and it was, it was just an amazing life experience as well. Um, you know, training every day was, was, was great. Um, and then also sort of made lifelong friends, one of which was my, my best man alongside my brother. So it was, it was certainly something um, I was really glad that I did. Um, so, so you came back to Keith, and then um, that's right. Um, twenty twelve and twenty thirteen season, um, Keith won the Highland League Cup. That was the first um, trophy for Darren um, Still when he was manager. That's right. um, how that's did right. it, how did it feel um, to 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 win the cup um, with someone you played alongside? Yeah, it, it was great. Um, once I moved back from the, the States, I had a, a, few, a few offers and I, I decided to, to come back to Geeks. Um, it was looking like our old manager, Martin Allen, was maybe going to step down at some point. That's when, as you say, Darren still took the, took the reins and, and he was someone that um, you know was an inspirational figure to me. He was the captain of the team when 
when I played before before the states, and you know the, the captain of the team, which we won the treble when we won the, the league on the last day. So it was great that, that he became manager, and I had, had four seasons um, with him before I, I went to to Fort Martin. And in that yeah. time, as you, as you say, we won the High League Cup, which was amazing. Um, thing to do. I was, I was captain at the time and, and scored the winning goal in the final. Um, it was the first trophy Keith had won for a number of years and um, I sort of knew at that stage it was, it was a way to, to move to Vermont so it was a great way to kind of to sign off at Keith. Um, but, but not just sort of that, just during that period with Darren as well as when I won the, the Highland Player of the Year twice in a row and also the, the Highland Top Scorer twice in a row. So, you know, a lot of that successful period for me in my sort of mid-twenties was, was down to that period when I was you know really flourishing playing under Darren um, and I was just grateful that um, for all the faith that, that he showed in me you know we're still really close now and, and you know I was glad just to sort of pay the faith and, and, and help the team win a, win a trophy before I did move on. So you then moved to for Martin for like a, a record fee. How much uh-huh. pressure do you, um, did you feel to like bagging the goals, considering how much they they paid for you? Um, yeah, there, there certainly was pressure. I knew the the fee was a high league record, you know, so I did know it was high, and I knew um, you know I was coming off a lot of good seasons at Keith, where I'd consistently scored a lot of goals. Um, so and, and for Martin, we're obviously wanting to one better than, than there had been and to go and win the league um, the season just before I joined was when they just lost out in the final day of the season to Cove when they probably should have won the league so I certainly did feel you know pressure moving to you know such a, a big club and um, you know with their aspirations to win the league um, unfortunately it never worked out in terms of winning the title yeah. um, but in my, in my first season we, we did win the Aberdeenshire Cup which was you know, the, the first trophy in the club's history and, and actually it was the only trophy that I had left to win at this level um, so it was great to, to win that in my first season and complete the full set of trophies um, I really enjoyed it there particularly you know the first season I scored you know 37 goals and as I said we won the Aberdeenshire Cup so you know I certainly really enjoyed my time there unfortunately the first two seasons um, was when we were just up against the, the juggernaut of Dora Rangers who was yeah. just unstoppable for those two seasons and then were pretty much um, unbeatable you know with the record points tallies in the, in the Island League um, I think any other year we probably would have had enough to win the leagues but Dora really were just a cut above everyone else for those two seasons um, my final season um, was a bit kind of in and out with, with, with the manager Chris Hunter, particularly the, the second half of the season. I didn't sort of start as, as much as I would have liked, um, but, it, but that was the, the probably closest we came to win the league. We got beat by Cole by four points in the end to finish second and then to beat us twice in the league that year. So yeah. that was the kind of two games that they lost us the league, but, but overall looking back, I had a, a fantastic three years at for Martin. Um, it's, a, it's a great club and you know there's a lot of people from the outside give it a, a lot of stick who you know don't know too much you know about the, the actual day to day goings on but there's there's a lot of hard working people behind the scenes there a lot of good people um, a really good fan base and um, you know I've got nothing but positive things to say about my three years there um, I think if Cove do go up this year it'll be you know for Martin's title to win next year um, so I'll take you back when you played under um, Steve Patterson. Um, what what was it like playing under him? Um, I didn't really enjoy it. I mean, you know, you, you, 
when you get her own sort of story before you, you came. But I mean, this is a guy that's you know played for Manchester United and, and managed full time with Aberdeen, and obviously did what he did managing Cali. So I, I personally really enjoy that he knows what he's speaking about. You know, he knows football, um, and you know his training sessions were were very much geared towards possession and, and ball work all the time. They were certainly very enjoyable training sessions. Unfortunately, you know, we couldn't give him the league title that he craved. Um, it was great, obviously, to win the, the cup for him, but it was just unfortunate the, the second season how it kind of unfurled, um, and, and obviously the, the club parted ways with Steve. But no, certainly, you know, the, the near two seasons I spent with him were were certainly very enjoyable. Um, so what, what's the story behind? Because um, I've been covering Highland League games a lot, and I heard that every time he scored a hat trick, you'd get a bottle of whiskey. Is that true? That, that was it for Martin. Uh, yeah. the, the club secretary at the time, Martin Johnston, who's um, who's now Peterhead. He um, is from um, Speyside. So one of the things he he introduced, which actually he took from Rolfes, was that whenever you score a hat trick, you get a bottle of whiskey. So Hepsey scored. Ten hat tricks in my, in my time at Vermont, including six one game against Huntley when we beat them ten nil. So yeah. a double bottle, two bottles for that. So yeah, I've, I mean I kept them all. I gave them to grandparents. They, they like a drum. Um, my, my father-in-law, my dad, um, and I've still kept a couple of special ones to, to myself, which you know, they've all got the, the kind of label on them of who you played against that day and who you scored against. So good sort of keepsakes to to keep. Yeah, because one of the games I was at, you scored a hat-trick, and I remember I was speaking to a couple of the committee members, and they were like, oh, we need to get him off, so we don't need to get an hour of whiskey. Yeah, I know, I know, there was um, you know, a lot of whiskeys going out, um, particularly that, that first season, but no, it was great, it was a nice nice gesture to, to get that, obviously, as I say, my two granddads were, were certainly delighted with the supply they were getting. <laughs> um, so, look, looking back at um, all the goals you've you've scored over over your career um, um, what do you think was your favourite goal um, favourite goal is a, a tough one um, there's been probably the, the best goal I've scored and my, my key teammates will hate me talking but it was actually it's Clark away when um, the ball was just over the halfway line and you know anyone, anyone who knows me knows that <laughs> I don't really score too much outside the box and I've just hit this thing <laughs> On the on the half volley with my left foot, um, and it's it's flew over the keeper off the post into the net. Um, and I think you know, the Clark manager Ian Polworth at the time he sort of said that the, it was one of the best goals he, he'd ever seen. So that was obviously a a very memorable one. Um, but I mean, there's been there's been so many over the years. You know, the, the penalty um, against um, Locos to to win the cup final. For Keith, I only got final that you alluded to was was obviously a massive one. Um, there's been you know so many winning goals or or late winners over the years or, or hat trick goals that have been you know very special. So it's tricky to to pick out um, you know the best one, but certainly probably that one at Clark was the, was the best one I ever scored. I don't think I'll score um, too many like that again. Um, and importance wise, yeah, probably probably the the penalty in the, in the cup final was probably the, the most important one. Um, so you're so, so you're back at Keith. Um, how how did it feel when you broke um Nico's um scoring record? Yeah, it, it was great. I mean, obviously, I, I took a, a wee break from from football to um, after my three years at Vermont. I did a, 
actually have another two years at Vermont and on my contract, but decided to take a break just to get married and, and go on honeymoon and things uh, for six months and then decided to come back. But I felt like, you know, I'd have a great three years at Vermont, but it was time for a change. And, and like you say, I ended up back at Keith, um, which has just been over a year now. Obviously, one of the attractions, as you mentioned there, was the, was the goal record that um, Derek Nicholl held. Um, I did have a other offers from other clubs, but Keith's always meant a lot to me. He's got you know a special place in in my, in my heart. It's given me the, the chance to play in league football. So I felt I still had a, a bit of unfinished business at Keith, not just individually with the record, but you know the team wise, we're obviously struggling majorly this season. But I want to you know get the club back to, to where we belong um, when I was there before. So yeah, delighted to have got the the goal record this season. It's obviously been you know, something that's been on my mind and I knew it was close for the call-offs of games with the weather, it's been annoying trying to get it but, but thankfully um, I got a couple of games for this to, to equal it and then uh, a hat-trick a few weeks ago up the Bucky to, to beat the record which which was great. Um, I always have a good bit of banter with the, the Bucky fans I'm, I'm not the most popular character up there and as kind of said in the press leading up to that game if there's ever a place to do it it'd be a great place to do it Bucky and you know, there was no better way to beat it than a 3-0 win and a, and a hat trick. So, delighted to have got the, you know, the Keith record. It's probably not entirely sunk in yet. It's it's mine on my own now. Uh, maybe end the season when I'm in hold, it'll be it'll start to sink in. But you know, it was obviously a great honour to to beat Derek. He was a fantastic striker at Keith, uh, a great mentor of mine. Um, him along with Darren Still really helped me when I first came into the, the Keith setup as a, a sort of 16, 17-year-old. Um, so to have, got, to have beaten his record is, um, yeah, it's a, it's a dream come true, really. Um, so what would you like to um, achieve um, um, Keith in the next few seasons? What Have you got any aims, or is it just help the younger lads just... Um, certainly, certainly, certainly silverware, you know, and also I've got the, the goal record now, which is a, is a key thing individually, but obviously, the, you know, the, the sport is a it's a team game and, you know, you're, you're, you're judged by, you know, the amount of medals you've, you've got and, and obviously, I mentioned earlier, I've, I've won everything at a league level and, you know, it'll be very difficult for for Keith to, to win the league. Um, you know, in the next few years, given the, the standard of other teams in the league and the, the financial might that a lot of these other clubs have got over over clubs like Keith, but yeah. but certainly to, to get some silverware back to club to, to go and challenge and cup finals and, and win cups would be would be great. They've always been, you know, a, a proud tradition of winning trophies. Keith, and you know where we are just now is is pretty soul destroying for everyone to see. But you know, with with, with Dean and, and Jamie now in charge and. You know, hopefully they can attract better players and we can get the club back to where it belongs. As I say, I definitely want to to win something before, you know, I stop finishing. I'm, I'm only 30, so I feel like I've got a good few years left of me yet. Um, and as I said, I'd like to, to see Keith, um, you know, win, win Cups. Um, so my last few questions is, um, who's who's the best player um, you've played with? Um... um Tricky one. Um, before for Martin, I would have 100% said Darren Still, and we'd still say Darren Still. Um, but a couple of for Martin players to, to probably add to that as well. Um, Paul Lawson, um, who obviously came through. 
from New York with a good full-time career. I was lucky enough to play with him for a season for Martin, and he was, you know, technically absolutely superb. Um, Jamie Masson, who's now at Cove, you know, you could tell that he was still a bit raw, but, you know, he's got a, a, a great career ahead of him after the reports got released by Aberdeen. He, he's another one, and Stuart Anderson as well. Um, and for Martin, another lad, he, he came from full-time, but, you know, just technically an, an excellent, excellent player. So those would be, the, be the, the probably the standouts, but, you know, I've played with so many good players over the years, especially the treble went inside at Keith, um, which have just, you know, littered with great players and real winners. Um, and, and the for Martin side, particularly last season I was there when we ran, ran Cove so close. You know, again, that team was, was just full of, of excellent, excellent footballers. Um, so, yeah, it's hard to, hard to pick because there's been so many, but that would probably be the, the top ones that we mentioned. And um, finally, um, um did you ever have um, any other opportunities to play at a higher level, apart from when you said you were at trial at Notts Forest? And um... yeah, I mean that, that was kind of the the main sort of you know full time one when I was younger. Um, certainly, um, the, the size of the club and a team that's won the, the European Cup twice that was the, the biggest one for sure. Um, nothing ever, unfortunately, um, happened with Aberdeen. I know me and Jamie Lex when we were younger were sort of constantly linked to him. We banging at the goals of yeah. over 18, 19 in the High League, but nothing kind of materialised with, with them, unfortunately. Um, and then there's been, you know, certainly in, in our mid-twenties, it was always sort of, you know, a few chances to sign for the likes of Elgin and, and Peter Head. It was always sort of, you know, rumours of that, I think. But nothing sort of full-time, really, apart from the, the Forest one. There was opportunities to stay in America for longer and potentially pursue a full-time career in there. But it, I just felt at the time it was time to sort of come home and, and get back playing semi-pro football and, and try and get a, a proper um, career going work-wise as well. So, no, I mean, there's been opportunities to go up, you know, a league or, or two or stuff. Yeah. Um, certainly. Thank you for listening to episode two of the Highland League podcast. Hope you enjoyed my interview with Cami Keith. Thanks to Cami for taking time out of his day to speak to me. Um, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to keep up to date with the episodes. Um, and also like us on Facebook at Scottish Football Base and check out our website for more Highland League content. Um, hope you join us next time for another interesting interview.